Fire Tribe, where you at? I hope you're ready, rising from the ashes and it's getting heavy Conspiracies, we got plenty and some are scary From aliens to Bigfoot, extraordinary, yeah, yeah Danunaki Dan and the homie Romy I was bugging out, all the crazy things he showed me Jesus bloodlines to the stars in the skies Always a good time, vibing with the fire tribe Hey, So wake up, wake up, get it cracking Rise out the ashes, I know you got a passion Kick off the combo with theories, many conspiracies Other dimensions, plenty ancient history Fire tribe, where you at? Wake up we about to get into it I know you can't get enough At home, at work It don't matter, turn it up Rising from the ashes You know what's up, ayy uh, Rising from the ashes Hello everyone and welcome to Rising From the ashes Hello Fire Tribe Welcome hey. to 2022 Happy New Year Happy New Year! What's happening? What's it good? What's happening, yeah. everybody? We, we hey, a, everybody! What's happening? We got a special guest for the Fire Tribe today. Who's that guest, Roman? You want you do the honors? It's my mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mama T, Mama T, be right her. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Mama T? How's it going? It's mama. Mm, doing good, doing good. Doing, doing a little painting today, little oh, yeah. little shop remodel yeah, today. Uh, well, not to not too artistically today. Just she like, is an artist. Ma, she's a modest artist. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's me. Uh, you do like yeah, oil it, paintings or what? Uh, today was wall painting. Um, oh, okay. doing the laundry room and my hair studio. Excellent. Yeah. So good, bringing in the new year with some new new vibes. Yeah. I hope yeah. you don't do Roman's hair because he got funky haircuts all the time. He's got some funky stuff going on up on there. <laughs> he's a funky boy. <laughs> well, mom, she she uh, she she cut my hair when I was a kid, and she would always, you know, make my okay, ears not bleed. Once. So, yeah, well, once was traumatic enough. Hair, it's every time. Okay, and actually, I didn't. And it was a good any- cut. I'm not gonna lie, dude. That changed. I I had to get educated before I ever touched another freaking haircutting <laughs> tool i was like damn i can't be i can't be making those ears bleed that's oh scary. yeah you yeah. so she was just as traumatized as i, I was, was. Uh, yeah. yeah no i like because you know like mostly gentlemen but they, they don't like it when their ears bleed they're, they're real no. you guys are real sensitive i mean the ears kind of a sensitive tool anyways right but you don't want those to bleed so yeah. i'll say though that actually kind of uh prepped me for what would happen to my later ear invasion. I was oh. uh, in middle school and these girls wanted to uh, give me gauges in my ears, right? So I had no piercings <clears throat> and they're like, oh, it's fine. You know, you can go from no piercings to having your ears gauged uh-uh. in one day. And I was like, really? And so uh, <laughs> we, I went back to their house and, you know, I was really just hoping, I was like, oh, I'm going to be able to kiss both I'm gonna, no one's gonna, no. no one's gonna notice no, your I gauges. Was, no, no, I was very. Con- I was like, if I go back and do this, it's good. Yeah, I'm going to kiss both of these girls at the same time. <laughs> that was the, that was the initial plan in the back of my mind. Romeo, Romeo, watch first, thou Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so basically, they they were like, okay, here we go, and they just pulled out a needle, and then they pulled. You guys know what a taper is? A taper for the gauges. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna say no, I, I I don't ever want to know. That long needle. It's a long thing, cone. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a cone. yeah. And they just, and you press it in slowly and it just, it rips your ears. So I went from like no piercing to like a, a 0.8 or something or 0.6. It was ridiculous. Oh, did you cry? Absolutely not. <laughs> I would, I would have, man. It's like, I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. I'll be right oh. back. I'll be right back. Yeah. No, dude, that's, that's like not fun. I can do tattoos almost all day long, but freaking ear piercings. It's just, it's a whole nother story for me. I, I just, uh, uh, no, I mean at 22, I had my second hole punched and I cried and then I just don't put nothing in there. I don't like it. That's it. Nothing in that. <laughs> Ain't nobody punching no more holes in my um, purpose. Did or you, uh, my will. Nope. did you used to nope, live nope. in Hawaii for a while too? We did. Yes. Um, Roman, I see. I was like, I think Roman was four when we first moved there. Uh. You want to hear my story, Dan? Cause it's awesome. Oh uh, yeah. Well, sure. I'd love to. Uh, we well, talk was, about Hawaii a lot on here, as you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we, uh, we lived in, in we were in God. Washington and, uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to spill the beans, you know? And, uh, so Roman, Roman's daddy and I were, you know, we had a very, uh, you know, um, an interesting relationship. There's the dynamics were interesting always. And <laughs> so he was already living on the Island. He was living in Maui and he's like, hey, earmuffs, earmuffs, Roman earmuffs. You guys, you just need to come over here, man. I got it. I got it going on, right? I got a job. I got the place. I got the pad. I got, you know, I'm surfing and everything's good. And he was a pretty surfer boy from San Diego, you know. So, and I was chasing those dimples, those back dimples in the back. You know, I love those dimples. So, anyways, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna pack up and put all my stuff in storage and take a leave of absence from work and pack up our child. And I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna. So we flew over to Maui that's the Roman got potty trained on that trip too <laughs> and uh just FYI <laughs> poo-poo train so anywho um we get over there and I'm broke at this point like I spent everything I did I had on on plane tickets and you know probably that's back when they you know I don't even know either way I, you know it was a young girl not, yeah not making a whole lot of not wasn't making a whole lot of moolah so anyhow, I, we get off the, you know, Brad meets us at the, at the gate there. And he's like, yo, do you got any gas money? I got to give the guy to, that's picking you up from the airport. And I'm like, what? Like, Hey, listen, um, let, let, let me, let me, let, let me just get it, get a hold of myself. You're asking me for some <laughs> gas money. motherfucker. <laughs> like, okay. So, um, no, no, I don't, I don't have any gas money. And he's like, Oh, Okay. So then I'm like, so what's the scoop? I get out there and this, oh God, what was his name? His name was Mike. He was a cool dude. Um, but anyways, he's, he picks us up in the shitty work truck, just a shitty, shitty Island work truck. And he takes us back to this chick where they were staying and renting bungalows from. Mm. And she was a nudist <laughs> that loved to turn out all the lights and chase the bugs. What? Yeah. I mean, she was crazy. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I stayed one night in that bungalow and I'm like, I got to get the out of here. And I, actually the night that we arrived was 1994. It was July 4th and mm. it was, it was, it was a cool night. So anyways, I said, yo, Brad, so what's, what's the next, what's the plan, Stan? Wait, that's, that's nine, four, nine, four. No, nine, four, nine, nine, four. July 4th. Oh, seven, four, seven, four, nine, four. No, that's what that's I said. Good, shh, 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 continue. It's a good sequence. I mean, it <laughs> sounds good. 
So anyways, he's like, well, uh, you know, I can talk to my boss over here. So we get over to his boss's house. His boss has got an unfinished house that he's, you know, putting together slowly. I don't even think they had the walls up yet. And he's like, but I do have this shed that I'm storing my backhoe in. You could stay in there. And I'm like, so what happened to the pad? You know what I'm saying? So anyways, his name was Dan. And he can I, can I jump in home. here real quick, real quick? Yeah, could I jump in here. So I, I was like four at the time, and some of my first memories, by the way, that I can actually remember, yeah, are giant cockroaches yeah. on the walls of this place, and it is in Ooh. fact a shack. It's oh. a shack. It's a shack. shack, and like I mean, these the these details, shack. these details I'm hearing now, like this motherfucker was apparently storing his tractor in there. Yeah, <laughs> and. It, and you could see, you could, you could walk outside and piss on the beach. Like mm. that's well, it wasn't not right? the beach, how- but pretty close. I mean, you know, we weren't too far from the beach, but we 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 had a a dirt patio. <laughs> you know, it was covered. There was a little bit of an awning, and uh, and we built bunk beds out of the bed out of the wall. You know, we had frame. We just framed in some beds, and then boiled water for dishes and. Uh, to do the laundry for showers, all that. So 1994 was a year that the hippies invaded Maui and they Mm. did tree house, all these tree house things. Right. And uh, I mean, which would have been cool if like, I would have had some like idea that that's what I was coming into. I didn't know I was going to be like roughing it. I didn't know what that was going to look like. You know, I was, you know, like when you said you had a pad and you had everything worked out, I, I kind of assumed, you know, and then when I, when we got there, you know, he's in between jobs, you know, I'm like in between jobs. So um, but that was, so we were there for a little over six months and, um, and then we came back and, you know, would go back and forth and whatnot to, you know, for trips after that. I mean, I, I, I that was the last time I stayed in somebody's backhoe shed, you know, <laughs> so that's how that went down. But yeah, that's our first, ma- our first whole, well, Roman and I's basically our first time together. Okay, in so let, let us not, let us not. Let to give these good people the the one really shining golden goose egg of information here that uh, this was after I was fucking kidnapped <laughs> by this man and taken to Hawaii mm. and stolen. Yes. Mm. Well, okay, okay. So I took you to Hawaii, so, and he met me in Honolulu when you were three, and. Uh, he was you were gonna stay for two weeks and then I didn't hear from him. He hid from me for almost six months. So I got a yeah. So I got a team of people, investigators, case managers. Um I flew I finally figured out where he was. His girlfriend's sister got a hold of me and told me where you guys were. And then some detectives met me in Honolulu, flew me into Maui and showed up at the doorstep and then I got my boo back. Oh my god. So for me, I, as a child, I would have this repetitive dream that I thought was a dream. And I didn't even bring it up to my mom until I was about 15 years old or something like that. I was like, man, you know, I, I, it's funny because I'm having these dreams again about this dream that I used to have when I was a kid about this lady, like, and the eggs. you know, smashing my face into a plate of scrambled eggs because I didn't want to eat them. Mm. And all her kids were running around sitting in a high chair. And then for some reason you come into this, this house on a helicopter 
And I was just like, crazy dream, right? And she's like, no, that that actually happened. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Crazy. That happened. That happened. And then I went back for oh, more. I know. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but, you know, we, I still haven't figured that piece out. Maybe once I'm completely 100% enlightened, which I probably won't be a part of this atmosphere when that day happens i'll understand why we do things that we do but yeah so that was i'll tell you what they say i'm a spitting image so i get it yeah 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 i mean i don't know i don't know anything about those dimples but i do know that you you daddy were handsome (laughs) (laughs) oh yikes oh that's hilarious oh yeah 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 so that was our you know, the Hawaii thing. Um, Hawaii is beautiful, though. My my favorite island is the Big Island, by all means. I, I love yeah. the time on the Big Island. And I like the locals. And um, it's just got good vibe, good energy there. You know? Kona, Kona or Hilo? Uh, I'm pro- probably the Kona girl. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Kona reminds me of, like, Santa Barbara, though. Really? Yeah. No, just, like, the tourist part, like, the... Yeah, probably the touristy area. You know, yeah. well, I've never really done like a whole lot of the touristy things in on any parts of the island. Like, I because I've always hung out with Roman. I guess the first time I ever went to the Big Island is when we opened up Loco Wraps. Uh, went to a place. Oh yeah, there lo and behold, called, I haven't told uh, them the story about Loco Wraps at all. Koa, Koa, something. I, I can't remember exactly, but there was like a white sand beach, and we, I remember we walked across it and then into like the. The rocky, the rocky part above the beach area, there was like this big old hole. And if you go into that hole, you can go into like, uh, like water, but then like the water goes like all underneath the rock over there. I, yeah, I, can't, no, I can't remember I, what that place is called. Well, we did some, what do you call that? Like the, when you're, Base diving, base jumping. Yeah, no, I personally, <laughs> because you had to do it like the right timing when the water would come in. You know what I mean? Like there was this big yeah. hole. I mean, but there's. Oh, you're so... talking down at South Point with the uh, in the blowhole. No, not South Point. I'm not me. Oh, not you. I think she's no, no, no. Ta- she's talking about South Point in the blowhole. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Kona, the Kona side. Uh, oh, I forget the Kua Kua Bay. Kua Bay, Kua, Kua, yeah. Kua Bay is a is a really pop. Yeah, it's a yeah, great it's Kua Bay. Ah, oh. Kua is good for bodyboarding. Yeah, I think it yeah. was right there. There was like a camping site, and then we went down to the beach, and then we climbed up some rocks, and then there was like this in the rock type of water thing. Wow, trippy. Yeah, fun no times. Kidding. No kidding. But uh. Mm-hmm. Well, they, the Kona side has magic beaches. They call there's magic sands, which is a very popular beach, uh-huh. and they call them magic because during the winter time, the uh, the sand you know appears and then it goes away, and then all the big rocks that are underneath the sand that is the, the underneath the sand, which is the beach, mm-hmm. you can't <laughs> even swim there because it's like incredibly dangerous. Yeah, and so, so all the Sand gets wiped away, yeah, and then then it comes back, and it's just like a beautiful white sand beach, huh. you know, like you'd never even expect it to. And so, um, Magic Sands is a popular one, but Kua Bay does that too. Like it changes a lot. Uh, so, but when Kua sandy. is like full of sand, oh man, it's the best beach. So, is it only what, what time of the year is it sandy? 
Uh, winter time uh, usually is pretty pretty good. Winter swells in, and okay. then I think springtime. Uh, you know, it changes like uh, I yeah. Because I I remember like there are since like on the Kona side, the beaches were. I mean, just depending. I can't. I'm not real good at you know remembering all the the demographics, but um, like I just remember there was a lot of rocky business. Well, obviously the lava. You know, there's a lot of you know like. Some you had to go looking for some sand, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, then, Big Island is the newest island, so there's actually not a lot of sand beaches comparatively to the other ones. Yeah, but there was like the green sand beach and then the black sand beach and all those, and mm-hmm. red sand, I think there was, wasn't there? And, um, and then, uh, you know, down by some of the resorty areas, like Jan had taken me down there, you know, when I would go pop in and stay with her and stuff like that but i just sort of like the resorty spots i i loved it, doing like the just like two-step beach was cool like except for when i was pretty sure i was being stalked by a shark so i didn't get, i didn't <laughs> dan dan hear me out here i have been i'm a water baby okay i'm a cancer i was born in the summer i was born into water okay you july I'm, or june july july 19th all right so um I have, you know, I mean, I just was on a swim team. I love the water, love, you know, grew up in the rivers and all that. That year it was 2011 when we, I think when Loco wraps up in that year, the same year that I was in Hawaii, the first time I went to the big Island, I, I couldn't, we got, we're out of two step and I got like this far and I could not move. I could not go for like willingly go further into the water. And so my, the guy I was seen at the time, Jay's like, dude, let's go. <laughs> you know, we're snorkeling, man. Let's get out of here. I'm like, dude, I can't, like, I can't breathe. I couldn't breathe. And then, so I finally, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get out in the water, girl, you know? <laughs> and all I could think about was sharks. Like, I was like, I knew there was a shark sock in this big white ass. I was like, I'm, not, I'm not. <laughs> well, two days later, Chomp, 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 chomp. Somebody got chomped on at two step. Oh, a regular, a local kid, mm. freaking fishing and freaking shark attack. I was like, yeah, motherfuckers, that could have been me. So, anyways, it took me up until last year was the first time I got back into the ocean um, in Florida uh, last uh, March. Mm. Dang. Yeah. So it was like almost nine years, eight Florida years. Florida is like way more shark infested, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, not, yeah, right. Not yeah. on this side. I mean, we were on the um, Atlantic side. I mean, it was just a nice, beautiful, no coral, no reefs or anything like that. It was just, you know, and I just finally was able to get in the water. But that was, I mean, that was a trippy time to not be able to, I, I mean, I just had no desire to go into any I would say shark energy exists. I, I've definitely had to. that because I'm, I, I remember that day. I mean, I was out there at two we were steps. all out there yeah i was yeah. out there i was like dick deep out. i was like i was way out there you know there's like a pot yeah. of dolphins i was out swimming after but i've been in some places and i'm just like i'm in the water and i just like i feel like there's a shark around and i'm just yeah. like, like i'm just not gonna be in the water right now and it's it just- usually like like you said like I've, I've had a very similar experience where like heard about sharks like later in the in the week yeah you know yeah well, Crazy. same I mean, thing, like, so we were, one of the times, the first time I think that Mike took me to Florida, and, like, my dad, this is my dad calls me Cronya. I don't know why. Oh, because for short for crawfish. 
because my mouth is always open and it's square. So <laughs> my the swaggerty side of my family always is like, oh, you know, Kranya, you know, like crawfish. So, anyways, a he's terrible like, name. I know, right? <laughs> or or cat Kranya. <laughs> it sounds like an old Greek like deity coming from the from but, the desert to slay I mean, the. It was like my grandpa swaggerty, and then my my dad, you know. So anywho, uh, my dad's like, Kranya, stay out of the water. Kranya, stay away from the water. And I'm like, yeah. So the first first experience I have is we're, we're walking up Daytona Beach up onto the pier. And this motherfucker pulls out a hammerhead shark on his fishing line. I'm in my bikini, okay? I'm about to go get wet. Ain't fucking happening. I'm not getting in that water. Excuse my language. Not happening. Then I'm kayaking. Two giant nests of gators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, and then we they take me out on the river into the pontoon on the pontoon ride out on the river, and I got to go potty. Pops pulls up, banks the boat, you know, or pulls up on the bank there, and I was like, "Hey, baby, we we come with me, go potty, you know, be like my my tree, you know, like." And he's like, "No," and then mom's like, "Go with your woman, you know." So he comes. I'm popping squat. I look down and I'm like pissing on a pig skull. I'm in a freaking cemetery where they bring all the. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here! Like there was this like. Could have been the Montauk months. monster. Yeah, so there was like <laughs> a lot of bones. <laughs> the so Kranya monster. <laughs> they were like hunting me. Mm, I'm not talking about that. Okay, there's some of that Kranya for cra- crawfish. <laughs> Tanya, like, how did they come up? Why did I've never? I see there's because so many things. I'm getting my, my mind blown by this. I, know, the, I think just, I, I really things I meant, I've never I mean, heard my entire life, and now I'm hearing it <laughs> the first time live, and and like on fucking the mic no, on the. I think uh, it's a, no. Bum. It's not that you haven't. It's not that you haven't heard them. It's just that you weren't listening, sweetie. Oh. Or you know, we hear things differently over time. Like we start think. to pick up things you know I what i mean? remember Kanye. i'm just saying you know it's just a it was just a nickname kid you don't want me to tell you what i used to, you don't tell everybody what i used to call you i'm just saying booger all right say it booger say it booger 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 no that's pretty booger. common it was that's fairly common really yeah, uh, yeah and i don't know why common. i called you booger. i heard that I mean, you know. you're just my you're my little booger <laughs> yep i mean there's always in your nose I don't uh, know why. Clinging on, clinging on for dear, for dear, sweet, sweaty life. Um. So this is kind of our uh, year-end review, and Roman always tells us, or he always tells me, he's like, "My mom listens to every show, Daniel. So you have to watch what you say because my mom's listening. So don't." I've literally don't never say said that. Stupid. Yeah, you always say that. Do you hear the shit I say on the show? I mean, I, I, you guys I, are, I should be saying that to myself. You guys are delightful to listen to. You guys are fun. Uh, excellent. I love your intros. You know, I, you know, like they're, they're at first it's like, damn, that was a long intro, you know? I know they're really long, you know? So, but they're, yeah. they've been a lot of fun. I'm trying to think of like, um, I mean, there's just been so many different shows, you know? So it's hard. I really, honestly, I mean, I guess if we were doing like, a report card or an annual review. <laughs> um, I would say that there's been a lot of growth in your guys's um, oh. and, and just in every, in every aspect, I think because you, 
you're, you know, you're, you're establishing a relationship with yourselves and then with the show, with the, with the structure and everything. So there's, yeah. there's a, a beautiful flow that's starting to happen. And, and then, so it just becomes easier to listen to. And, and, and just, I really look most of the time I look forward to, to hearing you. And I usually listen to you guys in my car because that's yeah. when I'm, you know, I'm, my Bluetooth plugged in and my Spotify's on and, and all of that. Um, cause if I'm at home, I'm always seems like I'm busy doing something, but, um, in my car, that's where you have just that quality time to connect. And, uh, so yeah, no, I, I've, but that would be, I mean, if anybody cared what I thought, <laughs> which apparently you do, cause you called, we, but, we um, care. Yeah. Cause you're yeah, mama no, T. You yeah. And I, like, I mean, I really mean, well, it's like, and I'll tell anybody, and I, I share your guys' podcast a lot, you know, I mean, it's crazy. Like even with complete strangers, I had a lady that came in to get her hair done right before Christmas. And I, you know, I mean, she was brand new to me. She just, she was popping through. She lives in Texas mm. and she just needed to get her hair done for the holiday and, and couldn't get it done before she got here. So, um, beautiful, um, really, I mean, beautiful, stunning blonde, just beautiful girl. Anyhow, I mean, she, you know, shot her, your guys's podcast, you know, um, I've got nurses and she's always I, given my number out too. Oh yeah. Anybody like, who comes like, through the hair studio, she's like, and I'll get random texts from ladies. She's like, Hey, so my mom said we're supposed to get married. Uh, and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to wish Roman a happy day. <laughs> yeah. I do kind of try not to give your number out too often. <laughs> Shh. Uh, that's good though. It's a good well, thing I don't know Dan's number. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep it that way. I'll give it to you. I, <laughs> I, I, well, I'm glad that you see uh growth so far in the show. Uh because you know that's that's an important thing to see that kind of flu uh fluidity that we're starting to develop and everything. And I think I think the show's going a lot better now than it was we were, we were kind of trying to figure everything out towards the beginning and the structure that we wanted to have i mean even going into the new year we're still trying we're developing a new structure of theme months to try yeah. to see if we can like figure out if that's like our path you know and uh i i, I like the idea because with hartaria month we had so much fun and this gives us a better uh format to like really get deep onto certain subjects and like look at them from all different points of view instead of having like one show about human resonance and then a show about tartaria and then a show about flat earth and then a show about you know anunnaki it's like none of that stuff lines up so if we can line it all up into yeah. like a thing then we can talk really deep about it and maybe like gets a a little bit of conclusion or maybe just learn a little bit more. Yeah. And if, if people are listening consistently, then uh, if they hear the whole month, then maybe something will trigger in their, in their brain or they'll hear, they'll hear some of the same stories and something else. And they're like, Oh, I didn't know those actually connected and converged. So Absolutely. Now Cause there's so much, I mean, there's, it's like the Tartaria. So I didn't get to, I mean, I, I really do love the theme idea because again, you, you will, you'll gain so much more knowledge, especially with all your guests. And then th that's your focus, your subject yeah. of focus. And, you know, so you you get to devote that much time because if you, because you guys are so, you know, all of us too, I think right now we're at a heightened, 
awareness of so many things mm-hmm. that, you know, you're kind of ping ponging a lot. And if you can just stay in that structure mode and yeah. then you're, you're able to kind of achieve a higher understanding, you know, for whatever the subject is going to be by far. And it's hard. It's, it's hard to do, you know, so if you can, yeah, to stay on track with that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll see how the be- year goes and then we'll probably decide next year again, like if we want to continue doing that or kind of go a different way. Well, how but, long uh, have you guys been on the air? But nine, nine months only nine months. So, Babies. I mean, yeah, we're just starting out. So, I mean, we, we haven't even hit our year yet. Uh, a lot of my friends tell me, though, they're like, oh, dude, I can't listen to it because I don't have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I'm lost. Hmm. I don't know the things that you're talking about. So I have no way to make sense of anything. I guess like if you talk about if we talk about Anunnaki, not a lot of people know who the Anunnaki are and stuff yeah. like that. But it, you know, then again, it's not always just for the normie people. There's going to be shows that are going to be for them. Like, I think the Chance Garden show was a really good show for people uh, to listen to because it talks about spirituality in an electrical and aura sense. And uh, I think that is kind of like a really good thing to share with more no- normal people because I think they can relate to that yeah. understanding a little bit more. Uh, but, you know, we go off about Tartaria and people have no clue what even Tartaria is. And we, that's why we try to dedicate a whole month to it so we could like really explain it. But people are still just don't get it, I guess. It's it's yeah, there's a lot of I mean, because even when I would bring it up in the it's interesting, you know, like again, too, because you guys have talked a lot about synchronicities and, yeah, and, uh, you know, all those things. So I don't believe in coincidences or in, in accidents or anything like that necessarily. So, um, when I was, uh, talking about this and on a spiritual level, too, it's, there's, gosh, it's just so big. There's so <laughs> much. And so when I was talking to one of my clients and she's older lady and her and her husband are real, um, Christian, you know, basically. Yeah. And, um, and I would consider myself a, a Christian, but not a really, I'm not a religious person. I'm just, I have a super awesome relationship with, with God and with Jesus and the Holy spirit. And these are all things that have been, uh, just really have just been awakened in me within the last year, especially, but mm. I'm definitely not a religious person. Um, I'm just a, an utterly blessed person. And yeah. so I, I come across a lot of people like that, which has been beautiful. And, um, you know, but we could all learn from almost all the things that you guys talk about. I mean, like God is magic, you know, like he, for me, he just like, you know, everything is magical, you know, and like all the gifts, I mean, the supernatural stuff, it's all, it's all beautiful. And the Tartaria stuff, like, you know, the old structures and the, the old civilization and, and all of that. And, and the, you know, the elect, the electricity, the formats, I mean, there, I don't know how to necessarily articulate everything, but it's like, it's what were, I was watching this movie last night. It was called, uh, it's the last duel with Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. Great movie. You guys watch it. Predictive (laughs) programming. It sounds like if you, if you haven't seen it yet, I haven't seen it. Oh. It's a good movie. Um, and it's based on a true story, um, okay. um, back in France, um, from in the 1300s. 
anyways, you know, the castles and all that huh. stuff. Um, oh. And it was, uh, it was, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, you guys, I just don't even want to tell you too much about it. But I was looking at the structure of the buildings, you know, and the, mm-hmm. the caps on the castles and, and all of that. And then I, whenever I see a building like that, I look for water. And the, because I always think, oh, how, that must be how they're getting their energy or creating the, yeah. you know, I mean, so like without following you guys and without me being able to be blessed with hearing, you know, a, a shit ton of your episodes, that wouldn't even be like, I wouldn't even be thinking about that. Yeah. That's you know great. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's great. So, Practical application. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this, I mean, what I, I was thinking is like, trying to kind of organize shows if we're going to have a random show or just maybe having like uh you know suppressed history or like you know like a title kind of thing this is what this episode's about and then a precursor deeper into that because um tartaria is not something that doesn't exist like in actual like documents you know like it's hard to try to conceptualize it but it's not something that you couldn't go and look up in you know archives somewhere and so it's it's crazy but it's like it's hard to either like try to explain everything in such detail uh every time we talk about it you know or just go with the flow and who whoever knows knows where it doesn't you know it's it's uh I think it's also good for us too, because uh, a lot of the episodes that don't fit into the topic of category that we're going for the month, we can throw onto the Patreon and people can hear those episodes that aren't, that, that are paying the, uh, you know, the fees to, to hear those extra episodes and stuff. And we can throw those onto the Patreon for the people that are paying the extra money f- to support us, to help us out. So. So all in all, I think it's kind of like a good format, too, because we, we can get into deep dives, but then we can also do other shows. We can be on other shows and do other stuff, and we can put it onto the Patreon. Do you guys enjoy being, I mean, how, do you really enjoy being on other podcasts, too? I mean, like, what's your favorite? Do you enjoy I, your... Yeah, I your, like going on other podcasts, I think, better sometimes. Yeah. Uh, for, well, for me personally, because then I don't have to go back and do any editing. I just get to go like jump on like Roman does and uh, talk and then jump off and everything. I've edited some episodes, man. (laughs) Like two. Like two. Making music is so much harder than making (laughs) and editing a fucking episode, too, by the way. Every time I've edited an episode, I I don't even know if I've actually done anything. I think. Okay. But, uh, but, yeah, so like going on and like uh, because we we both have like our interests. So. When we get to go on to other shows, we kind of get to talk about that a little bit deeper than than we do on our own show. Because on our show, we're kind of interviewing guests and we're doing other things. So we don't really get to do like little little deep dives for ourselves, you know, like yeah. uh, kind of Roman went on when he went on. Uh, my family thinks I'm crazy to talk about. Uh, what's that thing called? Uh, and and antiquated transhumanism. That's a, that's a very beautiful thing. But like. He, he almost had to like go on another episode to talk about it. Cause if we try to do it on our show, we would just end up bullshitting. Okay. <laughs> you know what Get I mean? Lost. It's kinda, yeah. yeah. It's kind of, yeah, you have to have somebody else kind of keep you on track a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, so, uh, and then, you know, I've, I've been on shows and talked about, uh, box saga stuff and stuff like that. So, uh, I, yeah, I like doing that, but I also like 
interviewing guests too, especially when they're guests, like you're like really looking forward to, because like, you already know some of what they talk about and you're like, Oh, this person's so awesome. Like I can't wait to talk to him. Yeah. But, uh, what you think Roman? Oh yes. I've got, I've been giddy boy. I've been giddy boy a couple times. I like John Hamer, John Hamer. And I had a really good one. Yeah. Uh, Long one, one was terrible because of my sound, my sound quality with the one original one that I wanted to be a part of. <laughs> I just, yeah. I was like, Titanic. up on a crazy hill and I couldn't. Yeah. And then, then we had a good one. So, and then Michelle Gibson, obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, that's great. Well, you, uh, I was on false reality check the other day and I was, I was like feeling it. So like I went like super hard on their show and it, there is definitely an energy you get a pull that's different. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Especially because people are asking you the questions and, and you're just, you're just showing up and, you know, talking and you don't have to think about what questions you want to ask them. It feels like yeah. when you're doing the show, you're really on the spot and you're really the one trying to make the conversation go. But when you're on somebody's show, it's just up to you to talk and they're the ones asking the questions, you know, so yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit on. more free. Yeah, no, that really would be. That makes sense. Absolutely. I think that's that totally makes sense. I can see yeah. that, too, because I know, like, especially when you guys are both doing shows together and then you both, you know, like you're trying not to forget what, you know, some of the highlights that you want to yeah. really anchor in on with your guests. So I could see how that would maybe keep you from getting the opportunity to have that, you know, just being able to, you know, not be, you know, just be, you know, chill. Yeah. Not think about it. It's you know, fun. Well, it's you know fun we're hosting, go. we're hosting the space. So like, you know, we yeah. have to be host and we have to be yeah. hostful. Yeah. The work, yeah. the work part. Welcome to yeah, our space, exactly. Sam. Like you here, yeah. yeah, let's have a question for you, sweet, beautiful uh, creator woman. Uh, <laughs> we have we have a question for you. Um, you've had some spiritual experiences, right? Some some visual, physical experiences. I remember after yeah. I told you about the uh, the Penny Royal in the Kentucky. I was telling you, I was like, oh, oh there's yeah. these Kentucky, there's these Kentucky gremlins, mm. like mm. gremlins are totally real and they live underground. I was like, you know, they, I think they're connected <laughs> to the forest spirit energy and, you know, well, they live was... in another dimension and they're able to come through the veil. And then you told me a story about a gremlin and I was like, Whoa. well, you, I told, I told you about my story about the gremlins and you told me about the Kentucky gremlins is how that went down. Okay. Well, and there you go. I haven't, I haven't told corrected. It's fine. Well, no, and I don't know if it, the sequence really matters, but let me just say to you that again, having confirmation about that was crazy. Okay. Because like, first off, I couldn't figure out what the fuck to call that thing that was in my backyard. Um, like a troll, a goblin, or well, there, I'm going to call it a goblin, but or gremlin, or I called it a gremlin. I'm like, I don't fucking know what it is. It was like four feet tall and it had like no hair and pointy ears and it was dancing. And I'll probably get to show you guys what it looked like when it was dancing and when it was levitating rocks in my backyard. Like the, the... start, start from the, start from the ground up, start from the ground up. Nothing has ever made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Okay. She has a, such a hairy neck too. I'm telling you, I have a really low hairline that like meets my back hair. Um, they don't really have back hair, but um, Teen anyhow, Wolf so, style. 
so, but no, seriously, like I was telling you guys, I'll start from the beginning, but what I was saying earlier before we started zooming was that, um, I was sitting on my back porch, which is where I'm at right now. I mean, it's kind of a cluster fuck because, um, I just got on my holiday shit and then I'm my shop shit back here, but anyhow, so I'm sitting back here. It's 11:45 on a spring night, and I just had two yards of um, landscape rock delivered and dropped off in the backyard. Okay, and I'm out, I'm getting ready to probably smoke a doobie or do my nighttime thing, help me go to sleep, and all of a sudden I hear something clampering in the rocks, and I'm like, "What is that?" And that's when the hair I'm trying to get this to stand up here. Stay, no, don't. Okay, maybe it will, maybe it won't. Anyways, the hair. As I'm hearing this, the hair on the back of my neck stands up and I'm like, okay, um, wh- what in the fuck is out there? And I'm listening. But at the same time, I'm thinking, I got to get my ass from this chair into that motherfucking door. And then all of a sudden I hear something that sounds like this. Bring my little rocks together here. This will make noise. That's it. When I heard that, my ass needed to be bolting into the door. And, you know, Mike's in bed at this time. And so I get to the slider and I have these, these, um, like drop cloth, you know, drapes right here that keeps, you know, the weather out. And I also, I'm not too far off the Columbia River, you know, that's like we have the view of the Columbia River and all of that. But, Anyhow, so I get one foot in the door and I'm like, listen, B-I-T-C-H, you need to fucking balls up and look out there. And uh, I'm like, listen, you know, here, bitch, you better I'm get like, your ass to, up out there and see like, what's really to, going on. I'm trying to talk myself out of it, but, but I looked and hold on. I'm not in the best attire, but who cares? Nobody else can see this, right? It's just no. us guys. We're, li- we're live streaming right now. Okay, that's like so awesome that we're not. But anywho, so <laughs> shit. So I'm so hold on guys. I gotta show you this. So I am freaking I got one you know, one foot in the door and I peek pull over the curtains and there's this goblin that's doing this. Okay? And he's dancing and he's like and he's dancing to the rocks. And the rocks were funneling at, you know, you ever see like a funnel of leaves with a big wind blow. And as they were funneling, they were knocking into one another. And I'm telling you, I ran my 40 something odd year old ass into bed and pulled the covers over my head. (laughs) And I was like, baby, baby, there's something out there. And he's like, there ain't nothing out there, Tanya. I mean, he wouldn't even care. I'm like, if he would have been the girl singing that, he had his ass would have been up with shotgun. I'm like, there's some. And then I lied there all night going, who in the hell is going to believe what I just saw? I got to turn my heater on. Sorry. Hold on. So yeah. basically, uh, it, 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 this is the, the, the place that she's talking about too. Like they have bought the plot of land right directly behind the house and it goes into a valley and in this valley is like a little creek and everything and they started they took some um 
they like you know paid to have some tractor work done in there so they're kind of digging it out so so they're really excavating this this valley and this is like some like you know this is up in washington this is some like probably some like old definitely no i'll I'll tell you what this is good sacred grounds of indigenous people we have this Mm. land is completely sacred i cannot take a picture anywhere on this property and not have orbs filled in these pictures and um then whoops and then uh what's the other thing i was gonna say oh the slate the slate this is old ancient this there was an ancient civilization here somehow i gotta find out i don't know but like there there's all this slate that gets unearthed and mm. i know that it was somehow ancient material you know, mat- you know, building material or something. I mean, I don't know how I know that, but like, you know how you know something you just know. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. called intuition tapped into the collective consciousness, okay. and that's the only way that we know anything is by truly feeling it. Hmm. Well, that's what I and I. That's with these rocks. There was some enormous amount of energy with all these rocks together that could have possibly opened up a portal you know Mm. and i've also seen like this last summer i actually saw fairies back here oh what what do they look like well it was just like flashes of light like they just like bounce around Mm. and they bounce like just across the landscape here i guess you know like and that's the first time i had ever really seen that that was mm. fascinating. And you guys had a show on that not too long after I had seen that. There was a girl. Yeah, so, Morgan Daimler. Yeah. And I want, I was hoping, God, I was like, I really wanted to kind of like, because I don't know if she had actually ever witnessed fairies or not, but like mm-hmm. my sister. I've I was witnessed in, fairies in Oregon. And I, I can say that. It is just kind of, was it like a green light? Cause ours was like a green. It was kind of it like was, a light, pale, very pale, like bright, pale green. Yeah. It was beautiful even dark. Color. It, yeah. It was like dusk. And it was like, I want to say it was probably more of a gold light, you know, like a, yeah. you know, like just a beautiful gold light. It was, it was stunning. And it was, I wish it hadn't have been so quick because, I mean, of course, you, you want to, you you want to have an engagement there like there's you know when i was in idaho with my sister last year in 2020 in august um we went into this old um old mining town it was like an old ghost town oh my god Mm -hmm. that place was full of energy whoa was it ever (laughs) and anyhow i'm down on the water and i don't know necessarily i'm always looking for rocks you know like looking for like some boulders or little boulders that i can pick up and bring home or whatever and they have like lots of agate or like garnet and stuff like that so we're I was yo i found the most beautiful piece of agate yesterday really a wall and also a deer skull with like half of the horns oh and the rest of the skeleton too oh oh wow no <laughs> kidding uh we're well, probably hunting or something but anyhow so she i get back to the car and she's like dude a fairy just landed on my windshield and I'm like, okay, smoke some more cracks, sister, because that's not real. You know? And she's like, no, seriously, like it happened. And I'm like, well, that's not fair because I didn't see it, so I don't believe it. And then this summer, I was like, okay, okay. She's she she wasn't shitting me, you know. So like it's really neat. And then 
I mean, yeah. So that, that's just one experience, but I, I was saying earlier too, like again, in the earlier when Dan, I couldn't hear Dan, but when Roman first called me, it's like in the last 10 years, but probably in the last like seven years, the things that I have, like, I don't know, like, you know, when you're, when you start to wake up and yeah. all of a sudden the veil has been lifted. It's so glorious. It is so neato, you know, <laughs> it's just so, it is, it is so neato. I, I like, I wish everybody, I wish people didn't. And I know that like, for instance, too, I'm just kind of going offhand a little bit, but I just want to explain this to you too. Cause I, and, and maybe we'll get a chance to really touch point on this, which um, with the microdosing, um, I had done that. I had done three major sessions of microdosing to heal my depression and mm-hmm. to get, to get out, to get to the other side. And I'm lying on my healer's bed. It's like, cause she was doing a massage. We we're doing some body work and she's also just, I call her my healer, Sabaya. And, um, anyways, I'm laying there and I said, can you actually hear circles? Like, is that a thing? <laughs> like I'm hearing circles. Like I, every time the, I, and I don't, and she goes, she called it some kind of audio auditorial sensory thing or something. And I was like, okay. And then I, after getting some kind of, you know, understanding of that, I was like, well, you can hear shapes. You, you know what I mean? And then we're watching a show on like ancient aliens and it talks about the ohm. It's a circle. It's a sound. And I'm like, what? Like, I, I didn't know that, you know? So <laughs> I mean, just, there's just so many cool things that have been really transpiring within the seven years. And, and like, so my goblin story, that's just one of the things that, you know, and then of course, Roman tells me about the Kentucky goblins. So that was kind of a cool little adventure there. They never saw you anything. Know what's, what's in? No, that, 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 that series sucked. Yeah, I mean, I watched. Uh, no, but in that series, they the Helios or whatever the fuck it's called sucked. But in the story that I heard originally, and the original story that is told about the Kentucky Goblins, they it was seen and they were witnessed by family and police officers. Right, but those particular yes. that particular group of people hadn't actually seen anything, which was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hellier, was, Hellier, yes. yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, the name of it. I was gonna say though, it's uh, it's interesting because the only place I've ever heard of there being fairies, like in Hawaii, they, there was nobody talking of fairies, but there were orbs that were seen, but they weren't called fairies. But it's on the Pacific Northwest, like in Oregon, this guy that hosted the manifest, uh, where went and saw Matt Landman, and we had a fireball yeah, episode, yeah. and Dean Reiner, and all that. The guy who ran that was very avid that his property had fairies. Like he told everybody about it. He's like, this is very special land. There's fairies here. And then people are like, yeah, there's fairies. I've seen them. And then I was just like, cool. And then like, I saw one and I was just like, what the, it was crazy. I was like, I had my back. I was facing the ground. Right. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I, uh, but yeah, I was facing the ground and, uh, I was, (laughs) uh, uh, then my friend was TMI, like, TMI. did you see that fairy? She was like, did you see that fairy? And I was like, 
No, I didn't because I was like facing the ground, but I, I saw it through the back of my head. Like I felt this green (laughs) and I saw the fairy, but like I wasn't looking up, you know, but my friend who was looking up saw it. And then so like I was looking down, but I, I saw it like in my eyes, but like in the back of my head, but like, so it was like in a peripheral or something or it just, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I feel like I, it was like my imagination, but it happened at the same exact time that she said she saw it. And so I just feel like since it is like an interdimensional or it is a, a dimensional frequency being, you know, or whatever, like something that like, if it just is in the, you know, it was like right above us too. And so like, it was really close. Like it was, I don't know, it was really trippy and it's wow. quite a beautiful moment to be honest. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. Um, Tanya, what was a couple of your favorite episodes of the show that you liked? And then uh, I have another question after that. Okay. So let me just think here. So like I was saying, my most recent favorite, I know it's, Sometimes I'd call Roman or talk to him. And I was like, dude, that was my favorite one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I you know, and then of course I can't ever remember, you know, like, especially or like, you know, the plant medicine one. I was like, I was just thinking about that, you know, cause, cause I'm all, all about the, the, the plant medicine and the herbs and the, you know, the, the oils and stuff, but um, we're starting, our, we're starting a herb company. Don't, don't forget to let everybody know. That's another reason why we're doing this here. Well, it's definitely something that we, we want to, we want to venture into because there's just so much, um, beautiful natural healing and, and so many beautiful things there. Um, but like, so I really, and I have my, I don't have my notes out here on the back porch, but, um, Oh, no man. Uh, the, with chance that was my most recent, and I guess, because that one resonates with me right now with mm-hmm. all the, you know, the tuning and the, you know, just yeah, healing. The biofield. And yeah. And then his experience with that, um, I just, I just loved hearing his journey into that. And I am really terrible at referencing things. Um, and that's why <laughs> I've been trying to learn how to take notes. And so I did yeah, I took a bunch of I'm notes. I'm trying to teach Roman that too. Yeah. It's really important <laughs> because um, remembering, cause there, you know, again, we just get too much information and, and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's nice, but I don't happen to have my notes with me right now. So that's, that's a thing. Um, right. And then um, like one of my other, one of the other shows that I really enjoyed. I can't remember the, the uh, guest names, but it was, I want to say it was like a husband and wife. Um, and she had so much energy. Um, she, they, you guys talked about the bloodline. Um, uh, yeah. And her and her Patriot husband. Patriot party. Patriot yes. party. 13 yes. bloodlines. Yeah. Love those guys. Um, and the connections there was off the hook, you know, like, yeah. Um, that was a really, really good show. I mean, there's, there's been so many, I mean, cause you guys, how many podcasts have you guys actually had all together? That was like, four, is it all together? Like 48 or something like that? Yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah. So you think I would have better reference to that? Maybe if I would have had time a little Roman's like, Hey mom, I'm calling you in five minutes. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> no worries. Getting cold. Off the cuff is better. Yeah. Uh, right. And then, uh, my other question would be like, what, what type of, subjects do you think that we should uh talk about more often or what's something that maybe you'd be like oh i really want to hear them talk about that and okay i'll tell you i'll tell you what i think is really really important right now is um is healing our planet okay 
And I think it's essential. I think that, um, and not that you guys aren't touching basis on that, but like, if in, even if we could create a focus on that, um, I was sharing with Roman and, and I've shared with, you know, just a few people in my, in my life recently, I was going through a, uh, just a trying, a trying time. And it was a trying seven years at the same time, it was, there was glorious things happening, but I was suffering from like mad depression and some suicidal, you know, ideas, you know, and, um, I had done, and I've never, I'm not one that believes in, okay. So it's not that I don't believe in traditional medicine or, or modern medicine. I, I'm less likely to follow we've, that. We've had some path. run-ins with the the we've, My, we've had some run-ins with the yeah. Western meds here. Yeah, and I just I just think that there's there's other options, and so I'm like, what is it? Let me just tell you what happened was is that I did some research on mushrooms, and when they talk about how it can heal alcoholism and whatnot. And then it can help with depression and, and then the studies of these people, there's not really a whole lot of side effects to it. And, um, so I started microdosing. I did my, my first microdose. I did it for like two weeks, took the teeniest, teeniest a bit in the morning. Then I would go and I'd meditate and pray and whatnot. And that the, after the effects of that lasted me like two months. And then I got enough to do another dosage. So I did another microdose for for two weeks the effects of that lasted probably another i'm going to say not a little over two months and then i was getting you know then i kind of could feel myself starting to slip again so i did my third dosing and this all together was probably within a six month span and that third dose dosing two week dosing I was in the bathtub. It was June, June 14th to 2020. Mm. And I had said to God, I said, if you do not want me to jump off the ledge, you best chime in right now. And all I heard was child, I need you to get out of the way and let me do the work. And I haven't needed another shroom since then. And my life has changed dramatically since then. Um, I haven't had a bout of depression. Um, and like I've, I've gone to go put them in my mouth and they, they won't go. I don't need them anymore because they won't go past my lips. And so like for me, like I, it's, it's just normal for me to go and research something. What are the benefits of drinking warm lemon water at night before you go to bed or what, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think it's really important to have right now on the planet because we have been so consumed with being divided and then creating a wedge, even within our own selves and our families and all of that, that we really need to bring in and hone in on that whole healing piece and as natural and as spiritual as we can, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that would be some topics that I definitely, whatever that looks like, Sheila G freaking do you, whatever. Do you think there's a, a way to combine that natural uh, way of living with um, 
Christianity or belief in God? Sir, yes, sir, I do. I am going to tell you that. Um, so I, as a child, at I was probably six years old, and and there's been other things that where I've had extreme divine intervention, but I remember looking up into the night from my bedroom window, and I lived in the house of chaos, complete chaos. And I have a twin sister, and my mother was an alcoholic and um two older sisters but this house was haunted that we lived in extremely haunted Mm. but i was surrounded by light and i still i still am i you know there's times when maybe i don't notice it but trust me the light is always here and so i remember at six years old I think you guys dropped my ass off at the wrong house, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, cause this light doesn't match that dark shit on the other side of this door. You know what I mean? Um, but so, you know, I, I definitely think that all the guides, you know, my guides, the Holy, the Holy spirit, is is constantly engaging the the medicine knowledge that this mm. planet holds. So I was talking to Roman earlier today. We were talking about, you know, we were talking about some herbal stuff and some stuff we want to bring, you know, bring to fruitation. And um, so I had two clients in this week and and I always have I have a cabinet full of just castor oil, almond oil, coconut oil rose water and then essential oils. So one of the, one of the batches I made up for one of my clients that has psoriasis on her hands and her face, it was, um, Madagascar vanilla and, um, cilantro, rosemary and a for little psoriasis? bit. Of t- yeah. Mm. And a little bit of tangerine and then my castor oil, rose water and, uh, um, almond oil. And so I mixed that up for her and I have, so I have no idea why I put all those oils together. I mean, like I didn't go in there going, okay, I need this, you know, need to put this together. I just looked in my cabinet, opened it up and I'm like, boom, that's what we're going to do for her today. And then, so I sent her home with it two days later. She's like, dude, the shit's cleared up. So then my wow. girlfriend and yeah, another girlfriend of mine calls. And I know that some, you know, like castor oil is always my constant. Like I try to always have that on hand. I'm healing up something on my, just some little finger issue there. I got from one of my rings, but Anyhow, um, another one, a really good friend of mine, she had, um, usually has psoriasis on her scalp. And I said, how's your, how's your scalp doing? She's like, it's doing pretty good, but I've got some on my eyelids. So I went in and I just whipped up some vitamin C serum with the castor oil, almond oil, a little bit of that rose water. And then, um, I used coriander, rosemary, and a smidgen of, uh, the vanilla, and some frankincense and boom, you know, she's like just within a day, you know, I just had her put it on even before she left the shop, but just sent her home with a bottle of it. She's like, my, my eyelids are already like, you know, just practically healed. And so I think, yeah, like that is all connected that, I mean, like, so that, you know, kind of like what I was saying earlier, like, how is it that we know things, you know, we're mm-hmm. collective consciousness, whatever that is. Yeah. It's like, it is, we are, you know, especially if you, if you are entwined, so I start my day off with prayer and I'm, I I like to be, for me, 
personally, I don't, you know, do, everybody do, do your thing. You know, some people like to pray when they're in bed, they pray in the car. However, I get on my knees and I just devote that, that time because I have a bit of attention deficit issues. So I can be focused when I'm down on my knees for the most part. <laughs> and, uh, but I ask, you know, the Holy spirit just to be guiding me throughout my day and, and to just allow me to be, um, to help people throughout the day. Cause I'm blessed. Cause I get to be, you know, I have, you know, personal, um, intimate time with each of my clients that come into my chair. So, uh, you know, divine things like just making medicine for them happens. And that that's all, I think spiritually connected, I guess. Did that answer your question? <laughs> uh, I'm, not really, but yeah. Oh, okay. See, see, I went off on a tangent there. It's, no, yeah. it's it's cool. Yeah, we. Uh, I've been hitting up Roman to try to do more of a. We. I would like to do like an Ayurvedic uh, episode and just talk all about uh, different plants and and how they heal and like the process behind that. Uh, I mean, but Roman kind of does that a little bit by little bit on every yeah. episode. So we kind of we're kind of trying to get that message across also yeah uh, you guys definitely hone in on that on the the plant You're, everything's you're, always my fault yeah I'm i would saying, I, I say always blames everything fault. on me it's always I, my fault no i better. said you're the one getting that message across <laughs> i'm just saying we i would like to bring up what maybe we can just dedicate a whole month to to natural health and we did have tim james on and he came on and talked to us about health and um, oh yeah, that, that, that was, was oh, Tim. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> she did love that one. I remember. Um, and, and what you were yes. just talking about our newest episode with uh, Emmanuel Kingman uh, was really good. He uh, he had an experience where uh, a, a traumatic experience, I guess, uh, where he saw Jesus. And then uh, he kind of got his life together and started uh, clinging to that. And uh, it's made him a better person. And he does a lot of uh, what some people would say Eastern medicine or Eastern ways philosophy, I guess. And doesn't really coincide with Christianity, but he still has a strong belief in in Jesus and God. And so... I, I, I just find it interesting how people work through their own spirituality and whatever that spirituality is that works for people uh, good on them, you know? And uh, so I, I just like to ask people about it because um, it's interesting to me. Yeah. Well, and it, it, cause it is interesting. And like, um, I, I, a lot of times I'll pause and I'll pray, especially when I get, when I'm really, cause I'll, I have a tendency to get really excited you know, and so yeah. like, I, I, if I believe in something so strongly, it's not that I expect you to believe what I believe, right? but I want to share with you. And then, you know, but I know I can tell instantly when someone's like, this girl crazy, you know, but it's all good. <laughs> it's all good because like, there's a divine energy outside of ourselves. And if you don't, and it, like, if we don't know that, then we are the most sickest egotistical person on the planet. And so it's important to at least understand that whatever that looks like for you, you know, I mean, yeah. we're also very divine within ourselves. We are created with power and with energy and with copper and magnesium. I mean, just the same as the planet. I mean, I, my structure is just the same <laughs> as this beautiful mother earth. 
but there was something that created this mother earth. And so, you know, it's more, it's bigger than I could ever imagine. And, and there's these beautiful components that bring that has, that keeps us connected. If you're, yeah. you know, I mean, whatever that looks well, like for you. Yeah. That's how I view, uh, uh, I'll use quotations. God is, is more of a universal type of being or consciousness more so than gray beard God. God. Than yeah. like the big bearded guy or yeah, yeah. I don't know, you know, like, I mean, I wonder how a lot of people interpret that or think of that, you know, and when they say that word, God, I even asked Emmanuel about it too. Like, what do you mean by that word? Because I think a lot of people have a different definitions for that same thing. You and mean I, like, it's a lot. Like, well, in, in everyday life, people don't really talk about their spirituality or religious viewpoints too often because it's taboo to talk about that. And people have a hard time listening to other people's uh, version of what it is, especially if they're trying to push it on to the other person. But yeah, but if you just talk about it openly to each other and we talk about our own spirituality without like saying your sucks or your mind's the best. Right. I think we can get to a better place together if we all just understand we can all be spiritual and have different ways of going about it. Because. At the end of the day, honey, at the end of the day, it's all about unconditional love and forgiveness. Yeah, exactly. And and your God or, you know, your, your divine, you know, being or, yeah. all, I mean, and I, and that's the thing, like, if we understand, we all, we understand, I, at least I hope, I mean, like, cause I, I'm sure Nick's not going to be doing the happy dance <laughs> for something that's not making me happy. Yeah. So for me, so for me, having my spiritual understanding, you know, and I believe in, in God, the Holy Spirit. And, and the reason why I believe in the Holy Spirit, I didn't even know much about the Holy Spirit, honestly, God, or, you know, like I didn't know much about him until the last few weeks. Mm. And then I've been introduced. So it's like, and then I'm really excited because I'm like, I got this dude in my corner that's like, yeah. you know, helping me gain knowledge and all of that, you know, or whatever that, whatever that looks like. So that could look like completely something different to someone that could look like the time and energy that you spend, you know, opening up your pineal gland and, and, uh, you yeah. know, your con, you know, the, 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 the all conscious, whatever, all these things. So, you know, or your, your Sealy light and your, and your, your singing bowls or, you know, and I have those things all around my house and, you know, mm. and I believe in the, in the healing energy of sound and there's, there's a lot, yeah. there's a lot, but honestly, unconditional love and forgiveness if you're living in that time zone, honey, you're in the right spot. That's, you know, at mm -hmm. the end of the day, that's what it's all about. You know, I, I, for me though, I've actually seen God. Yeah. I've sat on his lap. What? I've, geez, I've sat on God's lap. What do you look like? Oh my God. <clears throat> Sasquatch. <laughs> it's, it was a big lap. It was a big lap. It was big. And I don't yeah. know how much time you guys got. But let me tell you this, this experience I had, if you got a minute, okay. I was, uh, I was nine years old and I had this reoccurring dream until I was about 13. And again, I lived in a chaotic house because my mom was just a beautiful hot mess. You know, she tried, but she was a hot mess. Our family's so, fucking crazy. Our family <laughs> has some interesting dynamics. And so, um, 
And that's why when I said I got dropped off at the wrong house, I was like, you know, no, I'm, I'm not fucking around. Like, I think, <laughs> I think I got dropped off at the wrong house, but I think I got dropped off at the right house, you know, for sure. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, I had this dream that I woke up inside of our kitchen and, and I, for whatever reason, I was inside the pantry closet that was empty because I was able to fit into it. And then I come out of the closet pantry thing into the dining room and, and the apartment's dark, but there's all this big light coming up inside the window and no one's in the apartment it's just me and i'm like where is everybody so i run downstairs and i'm in this big like outdoor foyer area and i see all this commotion going on i'm nine years old i i knew nothing about aliens okay i'm like no damn Mm. i don't know damn thing about aliens um but there's all these tall winky Typical stereotype aliens, like with the mm-hmm. big heads and the big eyes. Is this not, can you give us a year for this? This is nineteen. Um, it would have been like nineteen. This is going to go perfectly into my next question. It'd Say nineteen eighty. Probably right around nineteen eighty eighty one, somewhere along there. Ooh, year and I was I, born. Also Washington. Yeah, I was, I was born in eighty one on June fifteenth. Oh, okay. Little uh, little Gemini, are you? Yes, uh, yeah, so you're a twin. And I'm a twin, and Roman a, a Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I'm a Gemini moon. Yeah. Oh, weird. I'm a, yeah, and uh, I'm a Gemini ascending Gemini, something like that. And my my youngest is a Gemini. Um. Oh. So, anywho, I. Uh, oh, Roman, you got siblings? <laughs> oh my fucking god, Dan! <laughs> you have He's no got idea. a few. He's got a few siblings. <laughs> He's got a couple siblings. Okay. Um, so I'm I go I'm down in this foyer and I'm looking around and I'm like, holy shit, and there's this big warehouse with people coming in and out of it. And and then um and the aliens are kind of guiding people here and there. And I look over to my left and I see God. I was like, oh, oh. so I run over to God and I was like, Hey God, where's my family? And he says, Child, you're right where you need to be. And I'm like, Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, like, this is really cool to be hanging out with you, but like, I'm looking for my family. It's like, you don't need to look any further, child. You're right where you need to be. So I hop up on his lap. I'm sitting on his lap and we're just kind of, and I'm like, well, you got to be around here somewhere. And he's like, you don't need to worry anymore. Did you tell and him what you wanted for Christmas? I, uh, we didn't get that point. <laughs> Cause I was, I was literally arguing with God. I was like, I really need to find my mom. Cause she's going to be like tripping, you know, like I didn't say tripping, but you know, she's gonna be worried that she can't find me. And, uh, and I was a little upset that they all left me at home, you know? So anyways, um, I, I, you know, and I'm just, just comfortable as if I had just been sitting on this lap for my whole life. So I look over and I see my mom and my stepdad walking out of this warehouse and they're kind of walking towards me, I guess. I said, God, God, there's my mom. Let me, let me go tell her that I found you. And he's like, no child, you don't. You don't need to go anywhere. And I'm like, no, okay, I'm going to hop over there. And he goes, if I let you go, you got to promise you come back. I said, Duh. All right. So I run over to my mom and I was like, Hey mom, I found God. I found God. Let's go. And she's like, no child, I'm not going that way. And I'm like, uh, what? I don't think, I mean, I don't think you understand. Like I got God like right over her and <laughs> she's like, it's okay. I've got everything that I need. And, and we're going to, we're going to take this path. And her and my stepdad walked right down into the gates of hell. Oh, shit. And I ran right back over to God's lap. 
And that's all I remembered. And then I, 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 I remember I basically ran into my mother's bed and I was just crying profusely. And I had that dream forever. And then I forgot about it up until about five years ago when my sister was introducing me to ancient aliens and whatever. And I was like, how can this seem so familiar? Like I like, you know, and then, you know, so God was this big giant ray of light head with a big fat lap and big arms. He didn't have a beard. Crazy. Right. So that's awesome story. huh? Yeah. I don't know where Uh, I was really going. My last question is kind of going to get into that a little bit. Are you aware of Project Bluebeam? Uh, no, but I've heard. So that is like the fake alien invasion that people think that is going to happen soon and that aliens are going to come down and I don't know, either save us or not save us. So that's kind of my question is if aliens came down and told you to go with them, would you go with them or stay on the planet? I'd definitely be staying around, sticking around <laughs> on this planet. <laughs> Not going to lie. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, if I go anywhere, there's only going to be one place I'm going. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know like the, uh, relationship with, with, uh, the divine, you know, with, I, I don't know the relationship with him and with aliens. I, I, I don't want to say that all aliens are bad. I think that, that we do have other life forces all over us, all around us and in other galaxies and whatever, you know, and they maybe have their own gods. I don't, I don't really know. I, I do yeah. know that I've seen things and I've seen things out there. I videotaped them myself. I've, I'm, I've witnessed things, um, not necessarily, seen like the entities but i've seen this i've seen spaceships you've seen goblins and fairies and that's that's enough of alien or anything else right yeah but uh i don't know what project Bluebeam um has got going on but some hoe ass shit is it like just a government thing (laughs) or what project Project blue beam is some hoe ass shit some psyopy ass wannabe ass shit some like (laughs) they, they when they put it in the covid bill <clears throat> that you know they, that we've had contact with the intergalactic space force and they they've been talking with some you know extraterrestrial beings and they have contact with with uh with aliens basically and they're going to release you know some foia documents soon or what have you and then there's yeah there's like whatever they, i, I mean know. that's crazy I don't know, you know, like the government is that that's all government stuff. And if it's got something to do with it, it came out on the bill. Here's the thing. They're so goddamn good at having their dirty little paws on the grip of manipulation and psychological warfare that they can basically throw any seed into any soil and think they can fucking sprout an entire fucking plant and village off of nothing of thought. Like they just basically create nothing out of thin air and they're like all right let's run with this for a little bit oh sweet millions of people bought into it and we made millions of dollars 
And yeah. then people are still paying us taxes and fucking willingly just getting on their backs and not standing up for anything they should probably stand for or asking any real serious, severe questions about reality. Oh, because they've been fucking socially engineered to have no fucking spine for fucking centuries. God damn it. <laughs> well, I think it would be a really easy fix to fix the planet. Do you? I, do, I mean, I think it's an... Uh, because okay, our government so sure hasn't seemed to figure that out yet. I think it's a simple solution. Maybe simple is the right word, but not easy. I mean, because you'd have to have your people on board. Look, you have a flat rate fucking tax for everything, okay? 10% all across the board. I pay 10, you pay 10. We all good to go. We fix the roads, and we're, we're, on, we're on our way out of this freaking debt situation, okay? Um, no, no motherfucker in Congress needs to be making $200,000 a year for the rest of their lives. It's free. Okay. If I've my military, if my veterans and if my boys that have been and that have ever stood in a freaking uniform cannot have a lifetime of security when they come home after fighting your fucking war, you damn sure the shits don't deserve a goddamn penny as far as I'm fucking concerned. Sitting no, your ass in Congress. Okay. Hold up, okay? hold up, hold up. I mean, like I could go on, but there's there's some easy no, fixes. No, no, no. It like, wouldn't work. It wouldn't work if there's any sort of remnants of this fucking bullshit system left i know everybody's like no no we can fix the system we don't need to completely tear it down and no it's like no we need to we need to completely have a brand new thing start a reset a hundred percent scratch yeah fuck it yes absolutely a reset yes 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 years ago you know benjamin franklin said himself if you do not if you do not have a revolution every so many years, these people are complacent. They've been getting away with murder. They're still getting away with it. It's disgusting. There's they no do justice. Every hundred years, every century is the same. Check it out. Okay. <laughs> at least let's look at what happened in the early 1900s. We had the Spanish flu where they introduced a shit ton of vaccines. It was, it was basically the same exact fucking thing. Uh, just with different numbers, you know, and whatever it was ran and marketed the same. It was the same fear tactics in the mainstream media, right? When Corona hit, it was basically the same year stamp as the Spanish flu in 1918. But the Chinese right? flu. And then the- now we're kind of, we're going to be coming into another great depression. And when we hit the great depression before the first two world wars was in, you know, 1930. So what's plan agenda 2030? Right. Is a yeah. huge number that everyone's talking about, talking about that's going to be the rollout of. So look at it. We had the fucking flu. We had the Spanish flu, which is Corona. We're going to ha- we're going to be we're getting set up to be put into another fucking system lock, a, a lockstep system, which will be fucking a Great Depression of sorts. And then what we're going to go into two fucking huge ass wars after that. And it's going to be complete play out of the same thing before killing millions of people over 40 or 50 years. Right. And so things like the uh, um, the Georgia Guidestones, you know, like the the Rosicrucian bullshit, RCJC, whatever, what have you. It's I, I think, you know, I think that's that's happens every hundred years. I think they do that every hundred years. They they kill millions it's of people. Just, and it's they, just a, distra- it's going, a it's distraction. distraction. And it is a de- depopulization. I mean, and, and sometimes, you know, I mean. For whatever reason, I don't know. You know, it's really all about greed at the bottom. The bottom line is just about greed, and and people are starting to. You're wake texting. Up. I can Who? see it in your eyeglasses. You're texting somebody. Who? I don't know. 
My, oh, my I'm the only one where I'm not texting anybody, honey. You were either. texting somebody. Are you stoned? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at that. Are you Look texting? at the Bible. No, honey, I don't have a phone. Oh, no, I was... I was oh, oh, I'm stoned because you're texting, bro. No, I, I was a bit. I don't have That's a her iPad her. and her glasses, dude. That yeah, she's but I, talk I to was with. She doesn't even care. I was <laughs> picking care the about me. I would never text. I can't text and talk. But I, I'm picking the paint off my nails. <laughs> is what I was doing. If that's, I, I have no idea. Anyways, but I don't have my I phone. I love you. Honey. I love you, too. No, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, it is what it is. Do you guys think that'd be interesting though if we if we like kind of did just relive out the entire scene a hundred years later? Wouldn't that be like crazy interesting if it's just like really if we go if we do in twenty thirty hit like a Great Depression and go through ten years of that and then hit like another crazy war or some shit? I hope that we don't because war is stupid. We don't either. War is. I know. I I bet. I feel like it's inevitable. War. <laughs> what is it good for? Raw. What is it good for? Oh, you guys are supposed to say absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh. <laughs> absolutely freaking nothing. Come on. You know, knowing the template isn't bad though, you know, if we if we understand, you know, how things are, then we can like maneuver around it. It's like I never wanted to be a part of society anyway. I, I don't like to be and I don't want to be. This is the most part of society I want to indulge myself into, you know. <laughs> Like is but, doing this, and other than that, I don't. I I want to live uh, on on an island in the middle of the ocean and fucking have very people minimal are people situation. are really really a, an important part of life. Those son. I mean, it's it's really important to be. Yeah, connected. I like I like. Yeah, you know? no, yes, I understand that. I understand that. And I agree. I mean, I love all my fire trap. <laughs> hey, you know, hey. I mean, it's not, and it's nice to have some downtime and some alone time and some some time to to you know you know conjure up all these these ideas and and whatnot and to you know just have solitude but it's also important for us to you're jealous you know, i'm in the hills you're jealous i'm out here in the mountains i'm not jealous baby <laughs> I, i've got the best spot in the world right here i work from home i live at home i got the best house home spot freaking living the dream baby you're way living more outgoing than i am well i'm just a, a social you're, butterfly you're a social guy. butterfly yeah well, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us tonight, Tanya, and well, ushering please. in the new year of rising. Yay! From the what is today? Is today the second? Is today one, two, two, two? It is. So that'd be two, four, six, seven, number seven. Yeah. Beautiful. It's a good day. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I hope I wasn't too scatter ratter. <laughs> Not any more than Roman. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> there is a, there is a, there is a uh, something to our madness, though. You know, I mean, like we, it's just, you know, there's there's so many things to talk about. Yeah, I am so honored you guys let me talk though and chatty chatty wat up with you. So thank you so much. <laughs> I know I'm a dork, like, but I don't. <laughs> no, care. it's I laugh because like Roman does some of the same things that you do, <laughs> and it's so hilarious to me. <laughs> Isn't the genetic thing weird? Yeah, it's totally like you guys are like a, a replica of each other. Yeah, it's totally personality wise. 
Like sometimes uh, you'll yeah. say like some random words together in sentences, and I'm just like, "What? What does that even mean, dude?" <laughs> hey, just so you guys know, I invented the word radicious. Oh, radicious! Yeah, I think it might be in the Urban Dictionary by now. But yeah, oh, that really? totally. Yeah, I mean that. I didn't get it. I didn't get like a patent on it or anything, but I'm pretty sure that like that came what from is, my. What is the definition of radicious? Radishes is like that contains only radishes. It's the it's the ultimate of awesome. It's like radly delicious. Just radishes is like oh, you know, it's like okay, so awesome. (laughs) That's totally awesome. (laughs) All right, boys. Well, happy New Year! I'm proud of you both. I'm excited to see what's to come. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate it. And don't forget to tell Chance. That I want him to come to one of my uh, retreat weekends and do some fine tuning on a bunch of fine humans. Excellent. Okay. And I'll keep you All guys right. updated. I'll keep you updated on that because that that's something that's going to be. Did you order up. your tuning forks yet? Um, I might have ordered your tuning forks. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> we'll it's use not, them. I, I'm sure. I thought that's what you wanted. You didn't get them tuning sporks. Um, is that a thing? <laughs> That's kind of how I eat my noodles. <laughs> that's kind of Roman for you. Like it's got to be a little different. I want some Can't broth with that, like everybody else. Yo, baby, my tuna and sporks. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna tune up your broth with my spork. We're gonna make, we're gonna make a, a healthy broth out of you. Bye. Roman. All right. Roman, Anyways, play us out. <laughs> I would just the rosin from the ashes coming right at you. It's like. Motherfuckers wish, but they can't turn into ash. When the fire hits your back, gonna burn your ass up. Smoke another doobie when I get the passer. Put the ball in the hoop, always gonna smash ya. I get the go, get the go, get the hey, get the whoa, yo. What's happening with yo, hey, Yeah, yeah, hey. Slap, rap, the rap, trap, and dappy. I do the damn thing, hit him with the slappy. It's like that when I get it like Daffy Duck in the back of the truck. What the fuck? This is riding yeah. from the ashes. Pick it we don't up. give a fuck. We, we don't give a fuck. Maybe pickle not. in the jar. I get it all day with pickles, man. <laughs> it's too many pickles. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. All I right. a lot of pickles. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And remember, wake up. Wake the fuck up.